Thank you for downloading this free episode of Fun Employment Radio. You can support us by doing all of your online shopping at funemploymentradio.com slash shop. Vendors such as Zappos, ThinkGeek, Expedia, eBay, Amazon, and more. All at funemploymentradio.com slash shop. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Five days, Sarah. Five. I am still so mad at you. Five days for a 15K. 15K equals about, what is it, 9.3 miles, something, oh something my along God. those lines? It's 9 point forever miles, right. and half of it's uphill, and I don't know what you were thinking. Okay, 7.30 in the morning, Sunday morning, this is exactly where we'll be downtown. Of course, you got to get up a lot earlier than that to get down there. They're going to be pepped, they're going to be primed, going to be excited. What sucks, too, is like right before you run, like I rely on my coffee in the morning, and I can't have coffee before I run because it's just going to make me feel nauseous. Oh, yeah. No, you can't do that. Uh, no, it's just the pure adrenaline of getting out there and feeling I the fresh want morning to air. beat you. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. Also, thank you to everyone who subscribes to Fun Employment Radio uh, on our website, funemploymentradio.com slash subscribe. $6.99 a month. The first week is free. You get to listen to 24 hours of content, including our show live. And uh, also, it uh, helps support uh, support everything here greatly mm-hmm. helps us maintain this studio for everybody to use and um keeps the lights on keeps us running oh so it keeps the lights on i like that yes keeps the lights on it sir. really does yes indeed and keeps the studio running much like we'll be running in real life this sunday did you get that did you oh see how my i did that God, i tied that all in stop i'm it. feeling just peppy stop it I'm feeling really good. You are. You're like very peppy. Like yeah. you've been going through ups and downs today. Yeah. Like Greg has been like very quiet and like morose over there. And then all of a sudden. <laughs> morose? You mean like working? A little like, morose, a little sad, think... a little down in the dumps, if you will. And then all of a sudden it's like the highest of highs where he's spastic and going on our live stream and quoting Hellraiser. Yeah. It's yeah. just a, and there's nothing really in between. No. It's just kind of That's up not or how down, it works. Well, down. I'm just excited. So we might as well get Are to talk really about this. Are you really excited? Because I know a lot of people will probably be participating in this in Portland. Um, but if not here, you know, elsewhere, I'm sure you guys uh, maybe have thought about doing this. But back in December, I signed Sarah and I. Up for the 15K. So the Shamrock Run is this Sunday, which is March uh, 15th. March 15th, only five days away. March 15th, 2015, where Sarah and I will be down in downtown Portland, along with thousands of other people, although most of them not doing the 15K. They will there are probably a lot of people hopefully doing the 15 Stop saying that because that's making me feel like I'm going to be the worst out of the bunch. I'm going to come in like dead last. Well, it's, I mean, oh, you probably God. won't be dead last. Well, here's the thing. So... We, we have to run the 15K, and that's what we signed up for, and Sarah is not happy that we signed up for that. I thought that you would, you would be excited about it and, and be part Did of it. Did you? Because we didn't discuss it at all, so I don't think that you would know my feelings <laughs> either way about how I would feel about a 15K run. Oh, dear God. And it's at 7.30 in the morning? Are you kidding me? Yeah, I think 7.30 in the morning that's is when like we start. before it's light outside, pretty much. Um, yeah, yeah. That's especially right with the, when it's getting light. With the time change, yeah, with, the, with daylight savings, yeah, it'll probably still be fairly dark do you even know when we're supposed to run because aren't you supposed to like be grouped into how fast you can run uh, we'll have to check that which means i'll be super duper early because i'm gonna have to keep up with all the people that can actually run which means i'm gonna be in like the first tier yeah which yeah. means it'll probably be like 6 a.m Pro- yeah it's, it could be it could be that early oh, that's entirely possible but see, then you just then when you get done, you'll feel so great. Like it's just sounded like a thing. Like it's just a word that you say. It's just a thing. Like a fifteen k. It's just like a, a number and a letter, and that's uh-huh. what I've just been thinking about. But now that number and a letter are actually five days away, and that's nine point three miles, and half of it is up this mini mountain, basically in downtown Portland, up Hill yeah. Hill. You go up and over where OHSU is. Yeah. Humans aren't supposed to do that. Yeah. Well, I mean, um, it's it's just something that you end up having to do. You know, we're, we're, I think we're going to be fine in it. I think it's going to work. You know, you're going to get out there. You're going to going to be running with everybody else. Are you going to give like high fives and be like encouraging the encouraging runner? God no. Um, no, I'm just going to be like trying to truck through. 
I'm just going to be trying to survive, basically. And I will be stopping to get water at, like, the water stands and stuff. It's being noted in here that uh, by Vicky in the live chat at funemploymentradio.com slash live, if it was me, Greg would be dead right now. Um <laughs> So, yeah, that's that's entirely possible. But I, I'm saying I think I think it's going to be fun. I think we're going to do a great job. I think it's going to be it's going to be a blast. You know, I'm going to try to give high fives to people. Nobody's been going running. the other direction. The high five thing only works if you're passing somebody. You're going to like, I'm going to get passed by a lot of people. Well, yeah, but they're not going to want to touch you. Nobody's going to I don't want anyone touching me. I'm not going to touch anybody else as we're running. All you want to do is just get through it. Make sure that you just get from point A to point B. That's the only thing. And just look for the end goal. Okay. Okay. Well, I I think. Uh, well, have you been training more than me? <laughs> well, here's here's one problem. All right, I'm, right, I'm going to admit I'm trying to like cover it up with like being overly enthusiastic. I haven't trained enough to do a 15k. Okay. I I have not. I haven't either. No. I mean, I've running. I think a 5k would be fine. I've got that under lock. An 8k. That's no. I can do an 8k. But um, add another seven onto that where the last part of it. So here's the kicker about this race. So most of it is downtown Portland where it's all flat. Except for the fact if you do the 15K, the last 7K, essentially, you have to run up to OHSU, which is quite a ways up there. Which is basically, if you don't live in Portland, but if you've heard about Portland, OHSU, um, you know, is the hospital up at the top of the hill. There's also a tram. Like, it's so high that there is a tram service that yeah. goes up to the top of the hill. Yeah. It's a tram yeah. that starts at the bottom, and we're going like the tram route. It's basically. a very steep hill. Very, I mean, very it's steep. A, it's, a, it's a mini mountain. Like other places of the country, that would be called a mountain. That's that's it, Here it's called a hill because it's mountainous around here. I, I think, yeah, in some places that would be considered a mountain. We'll be running up a mountain after running an 8K, and that's, that's going to be... That's going to be yeah, because I can do the eight. Okay, I mean, I guess I mean I felt like I was going to die, but um, there was no hill; it was just mm-hmm. totally flat. Mm-hmm. This is completely different. Yeah. So no, I have not trained either. I mean, I'm really good at, at walking, walking yeah. long distances. But well, this that's isn't okay. One of those... You can walk a little bit. I don't think. You Are you going to try to break it. a PR? I, no, I don't have a PR. Okay. I don't even know. No, I have no idea. All right. No, but I I think this is the one. Like you can walk during like the five, the five k or the eight k, fifteen k. I think it's frowned upon to walk. It probably because is. then you're in people's way who are actually taking it seriously. Yeah, yeah. Because they have been training, right? They have been prepared, and you know what we well, are. Well, we're in the race too with all of the like real go getters, like the ones who are who are training all the time. That this is no big deal to them. It's just like a mirror, you know. It's like it's. <laughs> It's almost like a walk in the it's park. Nothing. For them. This is like a filler between like marathons. Mm-hmm. This is what they're. This is just mm-hmm. like their. It's like oh, I'm bored on Sunday. I was going to run a 15k. Anyway. It's like their fun race. Yeah, yeah. It's it's. I'm not going to lie. It's going to be very hard. Oh man. Well, and so yesterday we actually we Sarah and I both uh, went for a run and then decided to. Here's how I motivated myself yesterday. I was like, okay, if I go run, if I do like a three miles ish somewhere in there, then. I'm going to reward myself by going to Landmark Saloon and getting a beer. So that was that was my reward. And I know you ran too. I, I did. don't know how far you ran. Not very far. Okay. Not very far at all. <laughs> oh dear God. So we did that and, and uh, ended up meeting up at Landmark Saloon with a bunch of folks. Of course, Landmark Saloon at four eight four seven Southeast Division. Fine sponsor, Fun Employment Radio. I will say this though, I I did feel weird showing up in my running clothes. I felt kind of douchey. Like yeah. I, in my head, I thought it was a good idea. I was like, yeah, I'm going to run, and here's my reward. I'll just run straight to the bar afterwards. I'll go get a beer. I'll hang out. And well, it's not like you. I'm, I'm sorry, Greg, but it's not like that's that far off from what you actually wear. What do you mean? I mean, you don't dress up a lot. You wear like shorts and a t-shirt. It's just like you were wearing shorts and a t-shirt, but yeah, but spandex. it had spandex oh, underneath God. them. I know I had spandex at the bar. Oh no! No, it wasn't entirely spandex. It's not like I'm wearing like a biker's outfit. I've got shorts. No, no, them. no. You can't see that. No, thank God, you cannot see the outlines of things. The nooks and crannies. You can't see the nooks and crannies. He is wearing spandex, but then shorts over the spandex. Thank <laughs> the gods. So there are no nooks and crannies being shown because that would have been totally inappropriate. Yeah. Yeah, no, that would be. Yeah, you don't go, no, don't go out in public and then, like, sit there and marinate in your spandex. The nooks and crannies would probably, yeah, that, that would probably be too much. I still felt really douchey because I went in there and, and you know, we go into Landmark Landmark uh, quite a bit and they are a sponsor, Fun Employment Radio, all that stuff. But I went in there and I walked into the bar to get a to get a beer and our friend Erin was bartending there and she just kind of looks at me. She's like, so what's up, Greg? <laughs> no, like, she calls you Nibs. She, she was yeah, like, or, she, Nibs? or Greggy. That's yeah. what she'll call me, those things. Uh, yeah. I just didn't want to say that myself because it sounds weird when I call myself even referencing someone else mm-hmm. saying it, Greggy. Mm-hmm. There's not very many people that can get away with calling me Greggy. 
Like that that part, I it's got to be. Oh, Aaron's a girl. one of the most charming girls in the entire world. Right. Obviously, yeah. she can get away with that. She totally can. Yeah, she can get away with that. I remember in fourth grade, I got really mad. Shockingly, I was an odd child. Um, I got, got really mad because these people wouldn't stop calling me Greggy. I'm like I'm Greg. I'm a I'm, man. I'm Greg, and they would call me Greggy because it was clear it bothered me. So they did exactly what they should have done. You've never been good at that. You show what bothers you pretty easily. Yeah. And then you make it so easy for people to call you things, Greggy. <laughs> I don't know. No, it sounds weird. It sounds odd. Like, Aaron, she can do it. She she can get away with that. I don't know. Are there anybody else? I, I don't know. Well, anyway, I, I walked in there, and I could see her looking at me like, what what the hell are you wearing in here? Because I have my, like, it's a tighter running shirt. <laughs> it's not like a half shirt. I didn't have that on. It wasn't a tank top. I know not to wear the tank tops anymore. Do not wear the tank tops. I stopped wearing the tank I'm tops, so although I still don't see anything them. wrong with tank tops. I can still picture you in the tank top, and you should have never worn the tank top. Why? Tank tops feel great. Because it was too scoop-necked, and like you're just like, nobody needs to see all of that. Nobody needs to see all what? of that. It's just a little, little hair, chest hair there. It's too low. It's too low. Like, like it isn't one of those like crew-neck tank tops. It was one of like the scoop-neck. Yeah, so it's nice and you know flowy oh, when you're running. You got God. air flowing through there. I still think it should be okay if I'm wearing my tank top in public, but I guess whatever. If you want air flowing, you should just you know cut out the middleman and start wearing mesh tank tops. <laughs> no, Lots of air flow. Not with those. that. Just a tank top. You know, it's a little loose around the around the edges, so you get some airflow in there and just swooshing through life. Don't swoosh dance. Oh no! Don't ever do that. Don't well, do that. I didn't. I wore a regular shirt, although it was. You know, it's a running shirt. And so people were confused. Yeah, yeah. And I was, so I decided to just address it. I'm just like, yeah, I went running and I know I look like a douche. So please, I just, this was what I had to do so I wouldn't make myself go run. She's like, okay, yeah, you look like a douche. <laughs> she said, I'm like, here's your beer. <laughs> yeah, here's your beer, Greg. Yeah, that's pretty much. So she acknowledged, but I found it was better to just say that right off yeah. the bat because then I was like, okay, I know, because I walked in there, it was, on the inside of the bar, because it was really nice weather, so we were out in the patio, everybody, but I had to go in to order the drink, and everybody inside, like, you know, the white comes on, everybody's just kind of like, oh, what's what's going on there? Because they wanted the dark side of the bar. And I could see everybody looking at me, and, you and in, I didn't know them. I've been yeah. running. Yeah. And when I announced that, I'm like, yes, I know I look like a douche. There was this guy down at the end of the bar, he's like... You know, that's a great idea. I should just do that, too, when I come into places. And then I was like, yeah, no, then it's out there, and everybody knows it, so that's nobody exactly, can say anything about it. There is something totally comforting about going out in public. Like, like, boom, I beat you to the punch. Well, with me, too, because I, I was there as well, and I was in my slightly less douchey running clothes. But, um, like, there's something totally freeing about looking like total garbage, like not trying to make yourself look good in any way. Uh-huh. Like, I had not a stitch of makeup on. My hot water went out in my apartment yesterday, so I couldn't even shower yesterday. Ew. So I was like, so my hair's all stringy. I went running. I'm a little like, ripe. Ew. No, gross. Okay. Don't say that. I don't know. No, but anyway, yeah. So when I got there, I'm like, well, this is like the worst possible I could probably look right now. And there's there's a strange comfort in that. There really is. It's like I wasn't trying to impress anybody. This was absolutely like not for show. I just look kind of like garbage. Yeah. And it was comfortable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you know, it doesn't it doesn't matter. You just do that, and then then it feels good. So I did that, and I like cut the legs out from everybody who was going to make fun of me. Although they probably made fun of me a lot when I went behind my back. The one thing though that I, uh oh, I just remembered something. What? <laughs> uh, I left. Uh, for any uh, police officers, I forgot I left my ID in my running shorts. It's at home. That's I think where my you'll be okay, Greg. Somehow I'll survive. I think you'll I'll make be it through. just fine. But the problem was, so here was the problem. When I went out to pay for my beer, I shouldn't even admit this. So I have like a back pocket. That's oh, I only have one pocket on my running shorts, no, and it's a back you pocket. Didn't, Greg. Greg. And that's where I brought my money in there, and my money and my ID, which is still in my shorts now at home. And um, Greg. I was sweating a little oh, bit. Oh, no, you did not give Aaron mushy money. Oh, that's so gross. Are you serious? You gave her butt sweat money? You gave Aaron butt sweat money? I didn't say anything. Oh, I just kind of did it. I my it out God. And I like unrolled it and I kind of aired it out for a minute. Oh. I totally did. And I felt bad, but I had no choice in the matter. It's the only way I... And I could have just started to oh, tap, my God, I, I could have just the... used my card. Oh, wow. Yeah, I know. Greg. She didn't notice. She probably noticed. She just didn't want to say anything. I think I slid it. I think I got away with it. I feel really bad, though. You did though. not get away with anything. Don't tell her I did that. 
I don't think I'm going to have to be the one to tell her. I'm oh, sure somebody no. will tell her. No, don't. <laughs> it's out there, man. <sighs> you don't have to worry about just me telling her now. Crap. I shouldn't have said anything. Greg. I didn't have, well, I was like, I didn't want to say You had the card. I did have the card. There isn't a minimum at Landmark. You can pay for your tab with a card. I know, but I had the cash. The cash was set aside for beers. That was, that was my reward money. but cash. It wasn't. It was exactly that. When you put it that way, it. When you put it that way, it sounds like. Vicky says butt sweat money, the Greg Nibbler story. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Greg. I know. I feel feel bad about it, but I I had to do it. So I just. That's what I paid with. Oh. I didn't have any pockets. It was too hot for me to wear my jacket. Yeah, even Aaron saying, yes, Greg, she fucking noticed butt sweat money. <laughs> I cannot believe, you know who won't be happy about you giving her butt sweat uh, money? Her husband. No, he'd probably, probably laugh be. about it, honestly. <laughs> He'll laugh that she touched it. <laughs> He'll laugh that you touched it. He's not going to be of it. <laughs> yeah, he'll say gross and then he'll laugh. Oh, my God. Uh, well, since we were talking about well, anyway, the 15 now I Wow, now I really feel... You know, I started off this show feeling great about myself, and now I've just dug it right down into a hole. That means I've done my job. Yeah. I totally oh my, paid with Buzzwood. Oh, my God, Greg, don't... If you're going to carry money with you, put it in a plastic bag and then put it into the pocket. I didn't think that far ahead. I was in a hurry. Just like, yeah, I'm going to go out and go get them, you know, because when you feel motivated, you got to like, you got to like go got to embrace it. it. You got to just do it. And so I was, I was out there, out there doing it, working up a sweat. Yeah. And imagine At least I didn't things, take my shirt off. Remember good. how, like, and think of all of like the gross stuff that was on that cash before you put it into your pants and then it's like marinated into your skin. Oh man. Because if the cash is touching your skin, your skin is also touching that cash. She didn't deserve that. <laughs> she didn't deserve that. Oh, please don't tell her. If she finds out, I don't know what she'll do. I'm sure she's had to deal with grosser situations than that. Well, okay, then what she'll do is endlessly, endlessly, endlessly make fun of me. And yes, that will happen. Yes, she will. Yeah, I I know. It'll never it'll never stop. She's like, oh, Nibs, you want to pay again with with your butt sweat money? (laughs) That's exactly what it's going to be. That's exactly what will happen. And it'll be in front of other people and it's going to be totally embarrassing because right now it's just you and me sitting in here. And of course, some of our closest friends uh, in our chat Mm -hmm. who we spend every day with and we love them very much. Mm hmm. So it's just, you know, it's just us right now. Mm. But as soon as this is out, that's the magic of the internet. Well, there you go. Landmark Saloon, 4847 Southeast Division. <laughs> Not the advertising they want, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. So you were sweaty because you were prepping, you were trying to practice for your 15K thing. Yeah. Have you have you done anything? Like, have you, like, gone, like, five miles or something to try and prepare? I, yeah, I've run no, a 5K. No, you haven't. All right, that's good. I am the least prepared I have ever been for a race. Okay. I, I absolutely. I'm gonna do it, and I will. I will finish this this fucker. But it's gonna be tough. It'll be it'll be a rough one. Mm-hmm. It will be re- very rough Sunday morning. Let me say this: say we start at seven thirty. It's it's gonna take me a long. I'm not gonna be setting any records for myself on this thing. I don't care. I just want to finish, which is unfortunate because I think your times are public, which I hate that aspect. But what if you see me? They are they aren't public. They're they're only public if someone goes searching for them. Right. Which well. of course. You know, both of our first and last names, so there you go. Yeah. So <laughs> the thing is, though, I, I will warn everybody right now, if you see me at 9.30 in the morning when uh, maybe after I after I get done with this thing, about 9.30, I'll, I'll should be, I hopefully should be done by then, um, I may not be very a very happy person. Mm-mm. I'll be happy that I'm done, but I'll probably probably look very angry because as you noted before, when I get done with something like that, I look angry. And I'll be sweaty and angry, and I won't necessarily be angry, but I'll look angry. Sure. Yeah. So. No, you're angry, and you look angry. Yeah. Yeah. But then, you know, 20 minutes after that, I'll feel great. Then I'll feel on top of the world. <laughs> well, I did find – so we aren't the first people who have not successfully um, trained, trained for, a for a 15K. So I did find this uh, this website that actually made me laugh out made me laugh out loud. So, you know, when I was looking for 15k training tips, I'm like, "All right." You know, and all of them are like, "All right, with two, 5 days left." I know all of them are like, "2 months out. This is what yeah. you should be doing. 1 month out." Like, there wasn't even a small enough denomination for what training you should be doing within 5 <laughs> days of doing the 15k. Like, it should all be done by now. Oh yeah. 
So, um, so I was trying to find something. I'm like, what is the procrastinator's you know guide to prepare for a 15k? And I did find one that's actually. I mean, it might not be necessarily the most like training helpful, okay. but it's more of a mindset. Okay. So I found some music that I kind of wanted to put behind it and, and right. read you some thoughts. So these are, made me... these are some ways we can help ourselves. These here. are some ways that we can help ourselves now since we have totally fucked ourselves. Yes. That's that's a fair assessment. <laughs> is, this, is this your running – are these your running jams? Heck yeah, Flock of Seagulls. Is that Pops what this up is? a lot of my Depeche Mode Pandora station. Don't. Sarah's air punching right now. I'm this air is a, Once again, I wish we had some video. All right, so here are some tips on surviving a 15K. And see, I already like this because it says surviving a 15K, (laughs) (laughs) which means not like accomplishing. All right, so here are some ones uh, for the procrastinator. I got this uh, from, let's see, it's a guy named Brian Thompson. Okay. He's a 15K runner. All right. Uh, So the first tip that he gives is give yourself realistic goals. So, for instance, not dying is a realistic goal. Think yeah. of how good you'll feel if you achieve that. Okay, I like that, yeah. Not falling into a manhole. Give yourself something to shoot for and you'll feel so much better off. Well, I hope they plan it better than having open manholes. Sometimes there are open manholes and we are running through streets. Okay. So you know what? Just knowing right now that you probably won't fall into a manhole mm-hmm. should make you feel better. Okay. Yeah. Oh, a side thing, one thing we do get, we get a fancy shamrock bottle opener oh, metal. Oh, we sure do. We sure do. Yeah. It's going to be pretty fancy, and we can actually resplendently wear them. Mm-hmm. All right, another thing that it suggests is to envision something big. So a lot of people, he says, you know, they think about the finish line. No, 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 you don't need to think about that. They spend the entire 9.3 miles thinking about how it'll feel like to cross that line. And he goes on to say, from personal experience, it isn't all that great. And you know what? It isn't that great. <laughs> because once you get there, it's all, like, backed up anyway. So you can't even cross the line with a flourish. Uh, a lot of, of times, a, yeah. Yeah, you're just in a big bunch of people who are all finishing at the same time as you are. That's true. So, uh, so what Making he does sound say, really exciting right now. You can look forward to something that is inevitable. You can picture yourself having beers afterward. Yeah, that I will. Yeah. yeah. So if you just keep telling yourself, if you run fast, the beer will still be cold. Oh, I'll have an Irish car bomb you can afterwards. Do that. Oh, yeah. So just, yeah. we're not running toward the finish line, Greg. Mm-hmm. We are running toward beers. Okay. We are running toward delicious, cold beers. Okay. All right. Uh, it says, uh, let's see. Always laugh. That's the key to anything. No, I'm just not going to be laughing. Just when it gets tough, remind yourself of how ridiculous the whole endeavor is, how you're forcing yourself to run 9.3 miles. Yeah, it's pretty dumb. You think it, with evolution, the, the way that humans are nowadays, we don't have to do that exactly. anymore. Exactly. Yeah, okay. So you don't have to take yourself so seriously. Okay. So, yeah. So those are a, a couple of little things. And also it says, uh, bring a packet of relish with you. What? When everything starts to hurt, eat it. Relish is disgusting. Eating it will take your mind off of all that's hurting. That's not a bad idea. It is not a bad idea. I honestly was because I don't like relish idea. at all. Huh? Okay. No. So what we could do is that's bring, a thought. Bring packets of relish, and then when we just think it can't go on any longer, then eat the relish. Get distracted by how disgusting it is, uh-huh. and then keep running. Okay. I think that might be actually a th- that so could you be make a something, joke, but I'm actually you taking create it kind something of more miserable for yourself. You bring something with you that'll make that's you more miserable. That's going to make miserable. you more miserable. Yes, than the running. <laughs> <laughs> We're not really selling this whole exercise thing. All right. And well, those are those are a few of the thoughts, and the that's other ones it? are you know just like stretch and. You <laughs> so know. basically, it's going to be awful. It's going someday. To be awful. It'll be over. Okay. It's going to be awful. Well, all right. Mm-hmm. Feeling a lot better about myself now. Yes. But at the end, there's going to be beer, so it'll be okay. There will be beer. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, I told you, Greg, there really isn't a lot to find to make us feel. How many tips are we supposed to have with five days left? Oh, man. That's all you can do is hope for the best and maybe eat a package of relish to make <laughs> yourself not feel so terrible. This is dumb. <laughs> ah, but it's for charity, Sarah, so. It is for charity. Yep. Mm-hmm. Dornbecker Children's Hospital. Yes. Yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. So that's that's what it's all for the kids, all for the kids. Okay, it's being noted. I need to get some anti-chafe uh, stuff in case that that body glide stuff. Oh, yeah. chafing's not good. Chafing's Should not I wear good. my tank top just to avoid this? No. I Ew. mean, there'll be yeah. I won't go shirtless. I will never run shirtless ever. That would never Thank happen. You. No, that will never Thank happen. Thank you for not doing that. I might have to do it. I mean, I have my chest hair glistening. You know, maybe meet some ladies. Well, I'm out there, be like, yeah. I don't know. Nobody's so. gonna. Oh God! Don't like. I wish that I could hear you saying the phrase, "your chest hair glistening." That's like pretty much the worst thing ever. Well, you know, 
Because I'm a man, Sarah. Don't ever talk about your glistening chest hair, please. All right. Well, I made my fu- myself feel really great so far. I'm glad. Should we should we do a little bit of World of Crazy? I know that's not. Uh, I know switching it up just a little bit because I'm I've just kind of like beat myself down a little uh, a tad, and All then right. then I've got something after that. Okay. I've got, I'm, All right. Because I'm throwing you a curveball. I'm throwing you a curveball. Greg had told me he had something that he wanted to talk about, but I know I'm throwing you a curveball on that one. Sorry. So it was a blind curveball because I don't know what ball. we were supposed to talk about, but now I know it's I my know. turn again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm passing off. Pass. <laughs> I'm phoning a friend. Oh, God. I'm... S- Greg, I know that he might be bullshitting about the relish thing, but seriously? Or even like a package of mustard or something. Gross, You though. should just fill your okay, bag here's full the of problem. condiments. Here's the problem. You do that... But it's, there are you water don't, stations. Uh, there are water there stations, are water stations. But not that often. That means you're going to have to no, run for a while with that gross... When we did the 8K, there were like five water stations. I'm assuming there'll be a lot more for a 15. So, like, okay. get the packet out, and then as you're approaching the water station, squirt some into your mouth. That's what she said. <laughs> and then drink the water. Huh. All right. I actually might – I'm honestly considering doing that because something – anything that's a distraction. Because I can be distracted quite easily. Yeah. Which I have a story about, actually. So, um, so I think it might work for me. Hello, okay. my friends. Catching Greg's curveball over here. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. And making a great name for America, of course, because the entire world loves us and doesn't think we're idiots or assholes at all. Two female tourists from California have now been cited by police in Rome for carving their initials into the Colosseum and then taking a selfie to record their vandalism. God. Two idiot American girls carved their initials into the ancient Colosseum in Rome. How... And People that dumb shouldn't be allowed to travel. They should not be allowed to travel. Like, it's just like, you know, they, they shouldn't be allowed to leave home. Mm-mm. Like, don't go out into the world. You're going to mess something up. And that's exactly what they did. They that's went somewhere exactly else and messed something up. They did. That and has been o- there for thousands of years, and they decide to just... Just carve their names into it because they thought that that would be the cool thing to do. They're old enough to know better. So these women from California, they're 21 and 25 years old. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so uh, this happened carved this past weekend. Their initials they into carved it. their initials into the second floor brick wall on the western side of the amphitheater, which dates back to the first century AD. A tour guide spotted them carving their initials into the wall and, carved, uh, and called the police, who questioned the pair before citing them for aggravated damage to, building, uh, to a building of historic or artistic interest. Uh, the news agency quoted police as saying the pair told officers, this is the two uh, girls from California, they told the, two the officers. Geniuses. That they were sorry for what they did, and they, quote, didn't realize it was such a serious thing. <laughs> Italian media reports, Can we revoke their passports? Yeah, Can that happen? I Can they just never be allowed to leave the country ever again? Yeah, I bet they'll not be allowed back in Rome again. Because the problem with that is, and I really love Italy. I've talked about it many times on here. That's my favorite place to go. And they make all of us look horrible. <laughs> they make us look horrible. They do. Because people are just going to say, oh, yeah, Americans, typical. Oh, yeah, that's exactly what And it's what not typical, but it's that's not, how we are. To be from America. That's how we, we will be stereotyped. God dang, they're idiots. So, anyway, uh, Italian media reports that uh, the women carved in two letters about eight inches tall each. So that's eight a inch tall. Eight inch tall letters. Uh, so, the letters J and N. And they were scratched into a wall in part of the complex. Uh, the women were not identified in the reports, and it's not immediately clear, uh, clear whether or not they have to pay a fine. Of course, the Coliseum, which once hosted tens of thousands of spectators at gladiatorial contests, is a key part of the historic center of Rome. <laughs> of the world. Yes. Of the world. Of the world. <sighs> oh, my gosh. That's so annoying. Edward has the what? best comment in the chat when, uh, <laughs> about them carving their initials into the Coliseum. Mm-hmm. Edward said, Rome should just be able to carve their initials into the tourists. Yeah, you mm-hmm. know what? <laughs> oh, why can't they just go get drunk and act like idiots, like normal people? I don't know, Greg. I mean, I just don't understand what's going on in your mind that you don't think that's a big deal. I, 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 I don't, don't get it. I don't know. All right. Well, there, Wasn't there a Russian that did that too not very long ago? Because I remember reading about that. There, I think there was a Russian that carved carved initials or tried to steal something from the Coliseum. Oh. They like went after that guy, I remember. 
I just feel like that shit's just bad juju. Like I don't oh, want to. I'm yes, not going to fuck with anything oh. along those lines. People who tag like gravestones or who like damage things, you know, like that. It just it boggles my mind that you would disrespect no. things like that. Yeah, I don't get it either. Mm-hmm. All right, next up on a completely different note, this is out of Hillsborough County, Florida. Uh, Hillsborough deputies are investigating the theft of $313 worth of condoms from a CVS in Tampa, Florida. Wow. $313 worth of condoms. I just wanted to say this story because I was just impressed. I was impressed by this young man. Yeah, that's... uh you're impressed by the fact that he took that many? Or? That, I don't know that he thought that he needed to steal $313 yeah, worth of condoms. Like very, he's, that, he's very confident. He is that alluring. He's very confident a in Florida himself. Florida man is that alluring. So it happened at the end of last week at CVS, and the suspect was seen on surveillance video grabbing the condoms and putting them onto his person, smuggling them into a bag that he hid on himself. A deputy that's say, a lot. That's $313. That's a lot of boxes. Yeah. That's a lot of boxes. Uh, deputies say he left the store, climbed into the back seat of a 2004 Lincoln Aviator, and fled. Deputies oh, well, that's are now... why it was happening. Yeah. Lincoln Aviator. Oh, Ladies. and in the back seat. Mm-hmm. So maybe the lady was driving. Mm. Uh, so deputies are, or the gentleman, you know, whatever his tastes are. Oh, yeah, sure. Deputies are looking for the suspect, who is 30 to 35 years old, 5 feet 10 inches tall, and weighs about 180 pounds. He was wearing jeans, a black dress shirt, and black shoes. So he got away with it. He got away with $313 worth of Dang. condoms. Do you think he's selling them on the aftermarket? Being like, hey, man. Um, I think out of all the things you know, you'd buy on the black market, condoms would be like one of the least I don't purchased know. things. We talked about it yesterday. People buy stolen meat. You know, there's uh, stereo guys like, oh, my, we, we overstocked at the warehouse. My boss just wants me to get rid of these. I haven't seen one of those guys for quite a long time, though. Oh, Keelan's asking, why do you wait until you see him climb into a car? It was on the surveillance. Oh, okay. They, he was seen on the surveillance video grabbing the condoms. Okay. And then leaving the store, jumping into the back of a car. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, uh, yeah, do you, I mean, would you buy used, well, not used ones, obviously. That's a terrible way to phrase that. You but do I not mean, buy secondhand condoms. Be like, oh, yeah, man. Well, I mean, they're expensive. Maybe it would be like, look, dude, I'll give you half price for these. Whenever I think of, like, when you think of secondhand condoms, it reminds me of that movie, The Movie Parenthood. I don't think of it often. I know. I'll say this. But I'm saying it reminded me of, like, The Movie Parenthood, where she's trying to get pregnant, so she pokes the holes in it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I just think of a lot of hole poking. A lot of hole poking. I'm just going to leave that there. All right. We go from Rome to Florida to Ireland. This kind of cracked me up. So this happened today, and this is um, from Dublin, Ireland. Uh, Irish legislature is now desperately and quickly working to pass a bill to close a loophole that accidentally legalized drugs, including ecstasy, magic mushrooms, and ketamine. They accidentally legalized ecstasy for the past 24 hours. Wow. To get the How do you closed. accidentally do that? All right, so what they did is they overturned a law which outlined uh, which outlawed substance including ecstasy, magic mushrooms, and ketamine because that was attached to the nineteen seventy seven Misuse of Drugs Act. Okay. So they were trying to turn that over. They did overturn it. However, these little uh, tag ons, the little loophole. So all yeah, everyone could do as much ecstasy as they want right now without anything happening. I to do them. not think I would want to be in Ireland right now. No, it's madness. So they're still trying to close it. Uh, they're trying to get it closed within the next 48 hours. Uh, so it's effectively a 48-hour window where people can do whatever the fuck they want I, there. I would be avoiding the bars at that point. Yeah. Uh, so older drugs such as marijuana, cocaine, and heroin still remain illegal under the previous laws. However, the newer ones like ex- um, ecstasy, benzos, and new uh, psychoactive substances. Uh, what, what? Benzos? Yeah. What's that? Benzodiazepines. Those I don't like, know what that uh, is. I don't know. There's some kind of bad drug. Okay. Yeah. That's I'm not hip with the kids. I don't know what that means. I don't know if they... If I know what Roboin is. Yeah. What's Roboin? Yeah, drinking Robitussin. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, so now they're... Some purple drink. I know what that is. I, I know you do. So now they're having emergency uh, legislative sessions to try and close the window because, of course, you know, people are doing these right now. They are not illegal. I thought a benzo was like a... Huh. Okay. What, like a Mercedes Benz? Yeah, that's what I thought. I, th- <laughs> I knew you were going to say that's kind of what I thought that was referring to. <laughs> that's not. It's a drug. It's not, they're not. It's not a cool oh, name for Tugie's a Benz. In the chat. Uh, Tugie says Benzo is Xanax. I think. So I think it's like one of those. Oh. Like the heavy. I Wait, know, Xanax drugs. isn't that just like an anti-stress thing? I'm so confused. I don't understand. You know what? You should just stop trying to figure out what pill it is if you don't know what pills are. I mean, Z- what do you do Xanax for? I, I think that's like is that anti anxiety. 
Huh. I don't. I think Xanax is more of like the the higher dosage ones. Okay. All right. Like if something bad happens, you take a Xanax because then it calms oh, you down. Pop a Xanax. I I don't Benzo know. Benzo doesn't mean Mercedes Benz. I'm just. I that's just taking me a minute to get over this. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Uh, next up. A Sarasota woman is facing felony charges after she successfully, for quite some time, posed as a nurse at a clinic for more than a year without having a nursing license and without even a college degree. Where was this at? Sarasota. So uh, this woman is, uh, her name's Christina Marie Balin. She's been accused of practicing medicine without a license, and she was able to get away with this for over a year. Without them being able to figure out that, oh, she's not a licensed medical practitioner. Uh, So cops say that she lied to her employer uh, and fooled everyone who worked there into thinking that she was a registered nurse. In fact, when she had no medical training, didn't even have a college degree. An office manager, after a year, uncovered uh, Christina Balin's alleged deception while investigating the theft of uh, $1,800 in medical supplies. So she has not been accused of stealing supplies. However, when the manager was going through everyone's licenses, it turned out this nurse that worked for them for well over a year did not have a valid RN license. How the do they not check the license when she gets hired? Oh, no. She's that didn't stop her from administ- uh, administering medication, flu shots, and dispensing medical advice to patients who would come in. This is like, uh, catch me if you can. Yeah. So uh, what they're saying about this is her goal was to be a registered nurse. And um, when she found out people would believe it, if she pretended to be, she just went with it. That's... I don't think I ever want to go to a doctor again. No. This wasn't like a month. This wasn't six months. We have friends that are nurses that are licensed, by the way. Yeah, who work really, really hard to get their jobs. I would think they would be able to pick out who wasn't actually licensed and knew. Maybe this woman really knew her stuff. Oh, well, she was able to trick people about it for over a year. Uh, Well, she's There are some times where I wish, uh, like, when I was younger, like, Catch Me If You Can. That's one of my favorite movies ever. God, that would have been awesome. I know you always fantasize about Catch Me If You Can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so Balin uh, faces felony charges of unlicensed practice of a healthcare profession and criminal use of personal information. Uh, police are now, uh, of course they should be, questioning the managers who hired Balin in the first place. Uh, so RN, yeah. So RN licenses are public record and can be searched on uh, through the state health department website. Oddly enough, it appears that, uh, it appears that no one at the Sarasota Center thought to do that beforehand. Wow. Nobody actually researched that. That's terrifying. And See, that's one thing I don't think I would pr- pretend to be, though. That's That doesn't sound fun to me at all. What would you pretend to be if you could? Co-pilot. So you don't actually have to fly. Yeah, you have to fly if like the pilot has a heart attack or something. No, nah, everything's like automated nowadays. No, it's not. You have to be there to like, push the buttons. Oh. Well, no, I don't want to do that. No. What's something cool? Hmm. All right, I'd, I'd have to think about it. You know what? I probably couldn't say it on here because maybe I would be end up uh, doing that. You're not going to end up doing any of that. All right, and I do have my final story, and this is from scientific evidence that easily distracted people can, in fact, be more creative than other people. What? Oh, <laughs> you're funny. Hey, Greg, do you ever try to work but get too easily distracted by your colleagues talking? <laughs> no, I have no idea what that is like. I have no idea what it's like when I'm working and a colleague calls me morose because I'm staring at a computer and writing things. No, I don't, I don't know what you're Do you ever have a to. hard time resisting social media or just gazing out the window thinking your thoughts? Now, don't you worry. Creative people have had this issue for centuries. So now a new study has come out saying that uh, people who are more creative have a problem filtering other things out so they get easily distracted. Okay. Mm-hmm. So here comes science. So uh, work by neuroscientist named Darla Zabalina. Um, so there's actual physiological evidence that creativity and the Ill- uh, inability to filter out irrelevant sensory information are linked. So they did this study where people are wired up to a machine and then two clicks are played 50 milliseconds apart. Uh, generally, your brain should tend to filter out the second click as being irrelevant and not worth bothering with. But it turns out that the brains of people with greater real-world uh, real creative achievements were not as good as filtering out the second click. This may relate to the way creative people are able to link together several ideas that may seem irrelevant or not worth bothering um, with to the average Wait, person. Wait, so people didn't hear the click? The less creative people didn't hear the second click because their um, minds are trained to not be distracted. 
Okay. So since they heard the first one, they, they deemed the second one irrelevant. However, that's why creative people mostly heard the second click because they can see how two things can go together. And it's even like shiny object. Yes, shiny okay. object. All right. Huh. It makes me feel a lot better about being distracted by shiny objects. Yeah. That's this is good. This is this was written by somebody who feels creative, right? And somebody told them they're too easily distracted. They're like, well, I'm going to write an article about it. <laughs> totally is. <laughs> I know. So I was thinking, like, oh, because she's a, a neuroscientist. Doesn't really say you know any of the accolades or anything this person has done, but I'm sure that it's it's very it's a very prestigious study, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just like everything else online. I choose to believe it. <laughs> there you go, my friends. That's your world of crazy. Crazy. All right, we've got uh, we've got a couple of things here that we could do. We can we can do. I do have. Why don't we do this? I've I've got a little bit of a, a segment. We haven't done it for a while. Okay. Because I do want to get to some ball talk here in a minute because I've got some stuff I got to talk about. But I found a couple of things online, and I know you know you were talking about how you do your dog paintings on the side, SarahStillen.com, where you can go and order a a dog portrait mm-hmm. or now a cat portrait, now an animal portrait, an animal, animal. portrait. I am not. I'm not animalist. I'm. Really? Yes. Would you do a snake? Would you, of course. Would you, you'd draw a portrait of a snake? Of course. I what would wouldn't do, you draw? There's, I don't know. What kind of animal wouldn't I draw? Yeah. Would you draw nutrias? Because nutrias are gross. If I somebody totally has a pet dra- nutria, no. I would paint a nutria. No, nutrias are disgusting. Hey, if people want to buy it from me, I will gladly make it for them. That's gross. Yeah, that is, I, I do not care. If you love your pet nutria, I love you. You shouldn't have a pet nutria mm-hmm. ever. <laughs> nutrias are disgusting. All right, well, anyway... Um, you have that, but I know you know. There's there's other kinds of kinds of things out there. Mm-hmm. You know, this is our primary job. This, but uh, we can always pick up a couple things on the side. And I've got a couple that came up actually for me. There's one for you. Oh God. And oh God. Are you talking? Did you find some some side jobs? I mean, it's a little bit of Craigslist. Oh, yes. but Craigslist. A little bit of Craigslist. A little bit of Craigslist. So I go on Craigslist, you know, and I find these things. And we were talking last week. About a potential side job that I could follow, and I'm noticing now that I see that now that I'm in the mind frame of thinking like this, there are a lot of jobs that fit this category that could be a great little side job I could do. And that was when I was talking about, you know, being a a performance clown, where I would, uh, I think, what was Creamy? Creamy the Clown. That was my name. Because I wanted to go with Sugar the Clown, but somebody already had Sugar. Creamy the Clown. You know, performing for kids and stuff. Vice versa. I thought maybe it was Creamy and then Sugar. I don't know. Which one would sell better? Neither of them. They're both Creamy the scary. Clown. Creamy the Clown. Here, step right up. Don't say Creamy the Clown. Well, anyway. Oh, yeah, because I inspired you with my clown story from last week. Yeah. Yeah, this About was from last week's episode. About how they're just raking in the hand over fist. Just yeah. Hand over clown fist. Just raking right. in the, the dough. Cl- the clown couple near your house. You said they were just like racking up the bucks, taking it from kids and stuff. It's true. I, I want to take money from kids, too. So there's... <laughs> no, to be fair, it wasn't from the kids. It was taking money from their parents. It, they shamed the parents. Well, yeah, you tricked the kid them. into shaming the parents. It's a whole con. I, know, I mean, I like the con. No parent doesn't, you know, wants to be the parent who wouldn't buy a five dollar balloon animal. I would love from to. Sh- clown. I would love to shame parents into giving me money. Mm-hmm. So I could totally do that. You know, there's one here where there's a there's there's a big festival that's going on. I won't say what the festival is. It's actually for a good cause, which was why I won't say the name on it. But they're looking for entertainment. To, quote, help make our festival a fun celebration. So they're looking for kids' games, activities, face painting, character artists. I don't even know what that means, but I would totally do that. that. Is that where you just, like, walk up and start, like, doing impressions or, like... You have to pick a character, I think, and then do it. Step right up. Come right up and get yourself a prize. You know, I'll be that guy. I'll be... What be, kind of character is that? Um, carnival guy. Mixed with the clown. So Carney the Clown? Creamy the Clown is what I prefer. Creamy the clown, and well, you should write them and ask what kind of characters they want you to do. Like you supposed to be like the silly character, like the juggling one. Like how deep is it supposed sugar, to go? Maybe sugar is a better, better. Sugar word. is not sugar, sugar the clown. For some reason, sugar the clown sounds just inappropriate. Always sweet, sugar the clown. Sweet? No, no, I can't. I can't use kids in that one. All right. So anyway, they're looking for uh, character artists, balloon artists, jugglers, and all okay. that kind of thing. So I think that could be that could be a good one for me. I think I could actually actually work that out. It would be a good side job. I'm just saying it's one of them on there. It's one of the things I'm considering. Well, I mean, There's what a- other character could you be besides Carney the Clown? Carney the Clown. Hmm. Carney the Clown. Yeah, step right up. Get yourself Ooh. a balloon, animal. Well, that reminded me of something. Well, if you're good at characters, I found one. Actually, that's so funny. I was looking at this, and I put a pin in it because I wanted to show it to you, and this is so random that you're doing this today. So if you don't feel comfortable being a clown... 
How about being a leprechaun, Greg? What? I found an, uh, there's somebody hiring for a leprechaun act in Vancouver, Washington. What do you mean a leprechaun act? It says male or female performer needed to do an engagement performance in downtown Vancouver, Washington. I'll pay a fair cash wage for experienced person under five feet tall. There, there might be a little wiggle room. I'm you're taller barely, than five feet. You're a little bit, a little bit. If you take out the lifts in your shoes. I do sure not have lifts in my shoes. Uh, so this person is saying they'll need your time for rehearsal, travel, and the final performance. Uh, well, the what's compensation. The performance? I don't. I'm not somebody's dancing leprechaun. You could what do be I have for to do? Price. Well, it says compensation, fair payment for experienced performer who sings and dances while following the script. Uh, it's there, you'll also be paid for time for your audition, travel time, and performance. I have to audition. They're gonna make me. They want me to be a leprechaun, but I have to audition for it. You know it? what? All right. So this is just recently posted. This was just. Um, this was updated yesterday. I seem to recall this happening like a year ago. Where somebody was looking for an engage, remember like an, a leprechaun. What are they going to do to the leprechaun? What do you have to do? I don't know, but they were looking for a leprechaun like for an engagement or ceremony thing. Yes, they're going to poke you with sticks. I well, be it is in Vancouver, sticks. isn't that what you do when you go to Vancouver? Poke people with sticks. <laughs> wow, there's a callback. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, what do you? Ha- I want to know what you'd have to do. Uh, it doesn't say for sure, Greg. Do I get a costume? Do I have to provide my own costume? I don't think you have to provide your own costume. Just walk around, speak with like a like a ah. Tickle me, twinkle berries. Oh. Happy St. Patrick's Day to you there. Well, kiss the Blarney Stone. Why does everything you say sound creepy and like it's referencing your genitals? Well, no, that's not what I... No. Tip one back and we'll roll around in the hay for a while. No, that's not right either. That sounds really bad. I meant like jump around, like have fun. Okay, no, I don't want to be that. Well, why don't you just try really quick? Like you're supposed to be like a romantic leprechaun. A romantic leprechaun? Uh Uh-huh. I think you're like supposed because it's a leprechaun act for an engagement performance, which I'm assuming is like engaged to be married. That's what I'd think, right? Uh, an engagement performance. Okay, all right. So you probably the have green to in be your the, eyes reminds me of the Emerald Isles, something like that. I think maybe you tickle me twinkleberries. Oh, top of the morning what to you. What's with the twinkleberries? What? Are you, okay, so what do you? I think you're supposed to be the leprechaun liaison between. Man and woman he's proposing to. Oh, I'm supposed to do the proposing? <laughs> this yeah, is you're a part of the engagement performance. That's what it says. Who wants to be proposed to by yeah, a leprechaun? leprechaun? You, probably. This is a... <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is some kind of creepy thing. Yeah, Mr. Jenkins saying, what the fuck? It sounds exactly like the same job ad from last year. How many times does this dude get engaged? Maybe he didn't find a leprechaun Well, clearly he's not time. working because he's using a leprechaun to propose to whoever this is. <laughs> I wonder if it's the same girl or if it's a different girl, but he just really wants to find the one that will appreciate his leprechaun engagement. She'd like to find me lucky charms. Wow. Yeah. All right, I, maybe I could work on it. How much does it pay? Uh, I already told you. What, it doesn't, what was it again? Though? It doesn't give a specific dollar yeah, amount. See, uh-uh. uh, fair payment. Fair payment. For experienced performer who sings and dances while mm. following on script. You get lots of experience. So I'm much sure. experience yeah. being a dancing leprechaun. Yeah. It could be picked up by local right, I'm sorry. I had seen that. I wanted to bring it to you. Yeah, it no. is, it's almost the exact same ad, which is weird. No. So I wonder if like he couldn't find one last time. He needs to stop being so specific with the under five feet tall thing. Yeah, that's that's well. He better cough up some bucks for that. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, Maybe you should write him just to see. Here's one for you. You know, because we did talk about how you know you're well into your later 30s now, and you have uh, I've talked about it before. How you're kind oh, of you like are the fucking kissing like forty the, over there, buddy. Like the uh, you know you're like the kooky, you're the kooky secretary type for Fun Employment Radio. You are because because you're you're kooky. I'm not kooky. But here's there's a casting right now. For a soccer mom in a non-speaking role. So you'd play a soccer mom. I don't think I'd do good at a soccer mom. I think I think you could do it. You have to look and appear between the ages of 30 and 50. You've got that. Oh, you I should have a soccer mom look. You. Well, you between the ages of what 30 and 50. What is a soccer mom look? I don't have a soccer mom look. Well, I think you could pull it off. I don't think I could. I think... Maybe you don't. You know what? There are many soccer. things that that I know that I can and cannot do. I know that I cannot play a good soccer mom. All right. I mean, I'm just saying. I think I think you can do it. You like? I mean, soccer moms listen to like the smooth, like soft rock. No, they don't. Soccer moms are desperately trying to cling on to their youth, so they listen to a lot of like Katy Perry and shit. You listen to Katy Perry? 
No, but it's on the radio. If I'm passing through stations, I don't sit and actively listen to you, Katy I've Perry. heard you singing to Katy Perry songs. What, when it's been playing somewhere? Yeah, yeah I don't listen to... I'm just saying... Or maybe I don't understand soccer moms. Maybe I, I think, think that soccer moms are all... Again, I'm referencing Mean Girls for like the second time in a week. I, I think all soccer moms are Amy Poehler and Mean Girls. Yeah. I'm a cool mom. So you could do that too. Well, anyway, that's there's one for you out there. There's a possibility. I'm just saying it's a possibility. All right. All Anything's right. possible. Well, thank you, Greg, for giving me that I'm option. not going to be a leprechaun. Not unless he says how much he's going to pay. Should I write him and just see what the pay is? Yes. All right. I'll write him. You absolutely should. I'll write him and find out. All right, well, there we go. That's Greg's list. (laughs) Uh, Should I maybe play a little Paul the Octopus? Maybe we should play some Paul the Octopus really quick that won't be on the podcast (laughs) because um, Greg is dying. Greg drank a whole lot of coffee this morning in morning meetings, and (laughs) I know we only have 10 minutes left of the show, but it's going to have to go a little bit over because we don't want to short you the 10 minutes. I got to concentrate on the next segment, and um, Greg needs to listen to some Paul the Octopus for a second. (laughs) He's running. Oh my God, he's seriously running out of the room. I've never seen him look so squirrely or uncomfortable. All right, well, Paul the Octopus has gotten popular because they're making me play an ad in front of it. All right. Here we go. And a one. And a two. Hi, I'm here still. Thanks for just leaving me in here all by myself, Greg. I had to... Okay, here's the problem. I had to go all the way upstairs because there was somebody in the... Why are you saying right somebody here. like I was there and they're taking I'm it I'm not saying it was you. you. I'm saying somebody was in the... So around this time of day, there's somebody... There's a dang guy who goes in there and sits in there for like 25 minutes. He's this barefoot dude that, that works in the building. I don't know what he does. 25 minutes, that guy's in there. Drives me insane. Sure. Also earlier today when I was in there, I was just saying that. No, he it does. Really open. No, also <laughs> earlier today when I was in there, ooh, so there's some references of what the guy might be doing in there. Earlier this day, uh, when I was when I used the restroom this morning, I was in there, and it's clearly so we work in a, in an office building, like there's four floors and all that stuff, but it's shared bathrooms on each floor, and it Is clearly said red show? and locked. <laughs> Like, I locked it. It was clearly locked. And it says Big Red Occupied on it, so you know it's locked. Some guy came up to the door and just kept messing with the handle. Kept, like, trying to open it. And I'm like, what What are you doing, dude? Like, it's clearly, I'm in here using it. It's not going to magically open for you. And let alone, I, anyway, it was a whole thing. You feel better? I feel better now. That's... That's real good. Should we do a little bit of ball talk? Uh, yeah, we can. But real quick, I do want to give um, – I forgot to do this earlier. I do want to wish our good friend Keelan King a very happy birthday week. Happy birthday to you. It is not you. a birthday week. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. God damn it. Oh, no, Keelan keeps posting this crap on my page on Facebook wanting me to wish him a happy birthday month and birthday week. It's the key is in the name. Birthday. Birthday. birthday One day. Birthday One day. Week. It's a full phrase. It birthday is not. Week. You do not get a birthday week or a birthday month. I refuse to acknowledge birthday week. All right, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. balls. All right, a few things here in ball talk that we need to get to. Uh, one of which is this, the... March Madness is coming up pretty soon. The insanity of the month before April, Sarah, which is the NCAA 
men's college basketball tournament. That did really make a big difference in you. You're all spry now. I feel much better. <laughs> you are. I drink a lot of coffee and it just did. Moving on. So the insanity <laughs> of the month before April is coming up here in just a couple of weeks. And as such, the Pac-12 tournament, which is the tournament where um, the winner of the tournament gets an automatic bid into the into the big tournament, the giant mm-hmm. tournament, the 68-team tournament. The big one. The big one. The big And that kahuna. starts tomorrow. We'll have more details on that coming up, including maybe a little bit about a tournament of champions. But I'll just leave that for a couple of days. Moving on to ball talk. There are uh, it's it's kind of random ball talk, but there's a couple of things I do need to bring up. One of these is uh, according to a news, according to a report by a former New England Patriots running back, Satan is at work in the Patriots organization. Oh dear God, not Satan! Former SMU and New England Patriots running back Craig James is upset. He's mad. Because the New England Patriots came out and signed on to a, um, it was basically signing a, a petition saying that the Supreme Court should legalize gay marriage. Mm-hmm. So the Patriots signed on to this, and this guy, Craig James, he doesn't like that one bit. He does not. He does not I, like that. I feel like he loudly expresses what he does not like. He does seem to loudly express it. Mm-hmm. I didn't know who he was beforehand. He was recently on the Washington Watch radio program hosted by Tony Perkins of the Anti-Gay Family Research Council when he was asked his opinion about not only the Patriots, but 379 companies signing on to legalize gay marriage. Makes sense. But uh, Craig James says that uh, by supporting the brief, this is what he said, the Patriots and other companies did not say their employees had to agree with them, so there's no... Questionnaire. Oh, wait, that's that's actually somebody else's reply. Uh, he said that this is clearly the work of Satan. That's Satan working on us. Of course. Mm-hmm. So that's what he uh, that's what he's claiming. Tries to so hide behind I'm just letting everybody football helmet. Just letting everybody know, according to Craig James. Patriots are working with Satan because they want to legalize gay marriage. So there you go. All right. It's good to <laughs> know. I, I'm glad good to know because I didn't know scenes. about it until he told me. I didn't either. I'm damn glad that you told me about yep. that. Yep. Yep. Moving on in ball talk. Here's something that is going to be banned next. Now, actually, this this is a topic that came up while we were watching the college football playoffs because I heard a few people question why players were doing this. And now this is going to be banned. So especially when uh, University of Oregon was playing Ohio State, there were several Ohio State players that had their jerseys cut at the midriff. So their jerseys, they only had half a jersey on, essentially. Mm -hmm. And so this uh, showed their midriff, and it was just kind of weird, and it didn't really make a whole lot of sense. Well, now the NCAA has moved to ban that practice from college football. It will not be allowed next year. It was very distracting. Mm -hmm. I do have to say, like, watching a bunch of men run around in crop tops, I'm like, just wear the uniform. Yep. Not Not to say that it wasn't nice to look at from time to time, but it just looked... Just, it's, it's a uniform for a reason. Just wear your uniform. Yeah. Well, I guess the part of the reason they do it is that it makes it harder for harder to tackle them. So a player can't grab onto their jersey and pull them down. Okay. So they probably Vaseline up their midriff, and then that way, ew, gross. So anyway, it will be banned from now on. So the NCAA has officially banned that. Moving on in ball talk. Just got a couple of stories left here. And this is a lesson, a lesson especially if you're a professional athlete, but maybe a lesson for all of us. And it has to do with paying attention to who you follow on Twitter. So David uh, Pasternak is a rookie for the Boston Bruins NHL team, National Hockey League, okay. rookie hockey player. And I guess he's been playing really well. Like I said, I don't, I don't follow hockey that much, so apparently he's, he's doing pretty well for them. He's also 18 years old and apparently not very good with the ladies on his own. So... When you follow somebody on Twitter, it you can see that publicly if you if you look for it. You can see who they're following yeah. and see like recently who they followed because that's generally public information unless you uh, unless you you know keep that private. Well, this gentleman was getting ready for a road trip to go to Ottawa, play Ottawa's hockey team. I like the way this is. When going. it was noted by some followers of his that suddenly he decided to follow Jessica Massage. And Megan's Touch. 
Now, Jessica and Megan offer full body sensual massages in where? Where would you think? Ottawa. Oh no! Conveniently, my, where he was going. Mind is blown. They're also happy to come to your hotel room. <laughs> so he followed them both, like one after the other. And uh, now it has been screen capped and posted publicly oh, over that's and amazing. over and over. I would think if you're a professional athlete that you wouldn't have to go through Twitter. I don't know, though. I mean, obviously, I've never been a professional athlete. Shocking admission. Letting everybody know I have not been a professional athlete. You need to warn people before you make such truthful statements. Well, I like to... You're blowing a lot of people's minds right now. I have not been a professional athlete. Uh, Not to say that I couldn't have. You know, I don't know. Maybe I could have. Good chance. Just not the path that I followed. But I would think, though, if you're a professional athlete, that you wouldn't need to go through a massage thing. You probably... Don't you just have ladies, like, throwing themselves at you? I guess so, but, I mean, if you're in a different place that you're not used to, you might as well use the internet for what it's good for, which is getting laid. Wouldn't you just ask one of the other players? Be like, hey, dude, you're a vet. I'm uh, looking for some ladies. What do I do here? I don't think that you probably want to go up to a bunch of people that you don't really know and ask them where they can... (laughs) I'm not so good with the ladies. I'm not so good. (laughs) I'm not so good with talking to the ladies, fellas. Well, anyway, there it is. It is now forever going to be associated with him. That's amazing. <laughs> Jessica's massage and Megan's touch. All right, finally in ball talk, we've got this. There's somebody that was a very big part of sports talk for a couple of years. Okay. And has since kind of fallen off the map. But now, he might be back. Sarah, I want to see if you can guess who Tim this Tebow. is. Yes, it is Tim Tebow. <laughs> I have no idea. I don't look at sports stuff, but I, when you say big deal for a couple of years, I remember for a couple of years, every day, couple of years, Tim Tebow. All you heard. Every goddamn day, Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow, of course, was the Heisman Trophy winner, which is college football's best player. Uh, won the Heisman Trophy at University of Florida. Proceeded to go to the NFL. He actually won a playoff game for the Denver Broncos, and then they decided they wanted Peyton Manning, which... Kind of a good move on their part. Um, And Tim Tebow then was traded to the Jets and since then just kind of fell out of the league and to the point where nobody even gave him a shot to play for a team. Oh, yeah. They didn't even want him as the third stream backup. They're just like, nah, we don't don't want you. Nobody wanted Tim Tebow. Nobody wanted Tim Tebow. However, the rumors are, are out on the streets, Sarah. Rumors are flowing. Tim Tebow might be making a comeback. So here's the deal. I guess he's been working with uh, with different um, different experts, personal trainers, to try to perfect his throwing ability. So that was part of the big thing is that he, he has this weird throwing motion as a quarterback where he throws kind of a sidearm, which makes it really easy to pick off, and it's just not accurate. And it, it's, it, he's just not that good. All right, so he's been working on his problems. He's been working on it. And here's the quote from the insider that said he went from being a little inaccurate and didn't throw a whole lot of spirals to throwing very accurate and real good at spinning the ball. He's real good at spinning the ball? He's real good at spinning the ball. Oh, my God. That sounds like an expert. Yep. Tebow. Tim Tebow. Oh, boy. So Tim Tebow apparently got real good at spinning the ball (laughs) and is now looking for a chance to make it back into the NFL. Now, of course, as is appropriate here with our ball talk segment, very few people have had more fan songs written for them than Tin Tebow, and I feel it's only appropriate. This comes from Lady Lake Boys. Why would it not? Get them high, hit them low. Don't you know that the grass don't grow? Under the feet, we got the all-time record in the SEC. Best you be with the most heat. Okay. I would just want to say this video, if you look up Lady Lake Boys channel, that consists of these two guys in Tim Tebow while one's in a Florida Gators jersey. They're running around in what appears to be a swamp ducking behind bushes. And plants, and then popping up and saying, Tim Tebow. One guy's got a a cowboy hat, and it looks like a grill. 
Uh, Keelan would like to be tortured on his birthday week and would like to know how many views that video has. Well, this amazing rap duo, the Lady Lake Boys, which you can tell their skills. They really like ducking behind the plants. Only has 93,000 views on YouTube. Oh, only. That's so piddly. 93,000 views for the Lady Lake Boys. Lady Lake Boys. There we go. Tim Tebow, maybe back in the NFL. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. 93,049 to be specific, although probably 93,050 after I just played it right now. Oh, that's true. You're really adding on to the cause. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yes, I am. All right. There we go. I think that's enough work for today. I think I think we've done. Some. I think I agree. Yeah. Thank you to Landmark Saloon, four eight four seven Southeast Division. <laughs> and sorry to Aaron. Don't tell Aaron about that. I was hoping that was already gone now. Oh man. Shit. Landmark Saloon, four eight four seven Southeast Division. Yep, and let them know that you heard about him. Yes, Unless. indeed. Yes, indeed. All right, moving on in life? this, in life, <laughs> <laughs> in life, coming up tonight on the Fun Employment Radio Network, Guys and Balls. Guys and Balls. At 7.30 p.m., Guys and Balls, right here on the Fun Employment Radio Network. So many guys, Network. so many balls. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Also... Tomorrow on the show, we will be joined by Alex Falcone. Awesome. And we may have some, uh, we've got some announcements that are coming up. We're just waiting for one little thing, but some some so announcements. We'll so we're just exercising Perhaps a thing's going to be happening. Yes, things and stuff. Things and stuff. It's going to be awesome. Are you looking for a little bit of uh, Paul the Octopus Shut right it. now? Thank you so much, everyone. You guys are fantastic. We really appreciate all of you listening in. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes as well, so that way you get the downloads right away. And follow us on Twitter at FunUpRadio. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.